homecoming. We take leave. Welcome to Southern California Prep Insider Radio. Lay it on the line until the final whistle blows. And if you do that, we cannot be defeated. With Tommy Morris and Christian Pedersen. Listen up. This is our time now. Let's go. It's our time. Everybody in. Our time. Our time. Our time. On San Diego's sports leader, the mighty 1090. Welcome to Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio. I'm Tommy Morris. Christian Pedersen's here. Future Asset. Intern Chase is here. Her and Asset, Noah Lexian at Noah Lax 17 underscore, wherever it comes, is here. Bodie DeSilva at ST Preps is here. It is Southern California Prep Insider, and we are fully in baseball season, Christian. Allegedly. So, yeah, well, we have state Aaron, playoffs. Aaron, for- Aaron might show up today to talk a little bit of basketball. Yes. Um, Oddly vague about what time he's going to show up. So, He'll be here. Uh, providing the ultimate radio tease of coming up later, Aaron Bergen will talk basketball. Yes, he will. We don't know if that'll be today, if that'll be Thursday's show, or if that'll be next basketball season, but we swear Aaron Bergen's going to be talking some hoops with us. Um, right now, though, we got to carry over our pre-show debate into uh, – also, Chase going to talk golf? Yeah, for sure. If you I, want me to, I got um, you. Uh, we got to carry over our pre-show debate – into this very rarely do we uh, pull back the curtain to reveal that all of us have personalities we're not just you know sports pundits that show up with a ton of information to talk about we also debate the true topics of life um i just got to come out there and say it we're, we were we were debating pants the best way to rock <laughs> your baseball pants and it got a little bit more it got a little bit more divided than i thought it, it was going to be it was I a lot this, more in depth you're right there was a lot more to this conversation well, also a little bit more split i i thought that this was going to be a universal clean sweep of socks or pants rolled up to the knees so you got the baggy looking pants and the nice like socks the the homage to old baseball but it very quickly split into Every one of us has worn pants different ways. Bodie was looking up like specific subsets of sock <laughs> for specific colors and completely just okay, let's take the debate in that range. Noah, you just you just what did you say about baseball uniforms? I said you could always look drippy in baseball uniforms. There's different ways. But I like I like baggy pants personally. I mean I wasn't the type of guy who I just look weird when I would like roll up. But my you're talking all the way pants. down baggy? Yeah, like like. Also, yeah. to not sorry to cut you off, but we're gonna we're gonna put it on the poll. Can you always look drippy in a baseball uniform, no matter what? No, you can look terrible no, you, too. Yeah. Okay, I feel like you could make like you could like you you could do things to make your uniform look better. Was I was trying to say? Yeah. All right. So so okay. Yeah, so let, let, let's get this a little bit organized because I'm trying to do good <laughs> radio here for everybody. Tommy Morris was the first person to whip out the photos of, of his personal stylings. So, Tommy, I will let you address this first. Kind of give everybody your two, your two cents. Uh, also, if you would like to give them the phone number, I don't have it on my side of the desk, but you are more than welcome to give it out there for people to call in with their uh, calls and their thoughts on the process. But 858-457-1090, I believe is correct. Considering that's literally the second time we've gone to the phone lines ever in the history of this show, um, we can do that. But Tommy, for now, do we already yeah, Brandon's giving me a thumbs up. Yeah, that's oh, right. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so for now, though, kind of outline your case as to what what you were saying was the go to look for baseball pants. So for me, my favorite player growing up was Deion Sanders. Whenever I go to a game when Deion Sanders was on the Reds, he would wear the high socks with just one color because, like in Little League, they make you wear those like fake stirrup things. So I in Little League didn't I. 
didn't wear those socks. I would go and find soccer socks that were the same color as my team, so I could be like Dion. And I carried that through high school um, until halfway through high school. I, I figured out how to hit home runs, and so then I figured I needed to go with the power hitter, low pants. Yeah, I was gonna say that so power I, hitters are yeah. low, wear the low pants. So big time power hitter led the team in strikeouts two years in a row. Not to brag. Because uh, I was straight <laughs> for the fences, but I, yeah. So I then I had to roll them back up because I remember that I was a speed guy, not a power hitter. But I think speed guys got to go high socks, and you got if you're a speed guy, you got to wear the tighter pants so that you're more aerodynamic. If you're a power hitter, you wear the baggy long pants, and you got to walk everywhere because it's more intimidating when you walk up to the plate. So that's my that's my go to there. And then the subset of this too, if you're a speed guy, you got to go low top or low cut shoes. Excuse me. If you're a power hitter, you got to wear the high tops. Hey, you know, I just realized Aaron Judge, he he's a power hitter and he wears his socks high. Yeah, look, like, he's like think how much stronger he would look if he wasn't wearing yeah, them. Yeah. Like I, I see when he has the high socks, I'm like, bro, he he's a He looks goofy. <laughs> yeah, he looks goofy and then he hits a four hundred twenty footer. <laughs> he's also six seven, so I think that he can pull it off <laughs> when you're a little further up there. Imagine him playing. Let, let, let's talk about this though, because uh, Noah. I give you a photo of Babe Ruth, the greatest Yankee oh, slugger of all no. time, and he was rocking the pants up. And I he didn't was, see that. I didn't see that. And he was a husky dude. He was a, he's a big, big boy. Guy. He's a big boy. <laughs> oh, hey, just to reiterate, so again, if you want to get involved in this conversation, the number is 858-457-1090, or you can call us toll-free at 1-877-792-1090. Much more confident on that one, yeah. Tom. Well, Very nicely Brandon done. told me the number and put it on the screen. So, Oh, did you guys hear the Sandlot's <laughs> coming back? Oh, I'm. Oh, we. I could talk the for an TV hour. This is gonna be terrible. It's gonna be terrible. That, Don't watch the, it. Because I just like the great grab. The great. Do you want to play? Do it. you want to play? Who the can play the Sandlot? Like the name story game. Because I've met Babe Ruth from the Sandlot. You have. I've met Art Lafleur. I have indeed met Art Lafleur. Okay, but are, so are you pro or against them bringing it back, reboot as a TV show? Burn this state to the ground if they try and make they're they, they try, try and produce it here in it's California. Already happening. And, they're gonna, and they're gonna use the original actors. Will, will you go with me in uh, wait, wait, how? The original choose. actors are gonna be in their mid thirties and they their have kids? children, yeah. Oh, that kind of saves it. it. It could be good. It could, but it's like James Earl Jones has a new dog and like I feel like rehab. there there's more potential for it to be a disaster. But it's not zero. Okay, but here's the thing with it: they they gave at the end of the movie they tell you every what happens to everyone at the end, right? They say like yeah. blah blah like uh, Squinter ends up wearing marrying Wendy Peppercorn and have a whole bunch of kids. Benny the Jet plays for the Dodgers. Smalls ends up being an announcer. Three. That's three. I'm trying to see if you can get all nine of them. Um, who was the kid who just like disappeared? They're like no one knows what happened. Yeah, yeah. Abducted uh, by aliens or something no, like that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> the seventies. And then there was Yeah Yeah, who was a little brother. Uh, they, uh, I'm gonna one look up became, these backstories. One of them became wrestlers. One of them became. No, the it wrestler. was a uh, Hambino. Became yeah, Hambino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Do you know this off the top of your head? De Nunez played a little bit of AAA ball, but never made it. He now coaches his son's team. Um, <laughs> That's exactly how he says it too. Yeah, Nunez uh, never made it. The the two Timmy and Tommy or was it Timmy and Tommy Turner? Uh, no, you're, you're thinking of fairly well, it's, it's all still Timmy and Tommy. <laughs> it's still Timmy and Tommy. Uh, they went on to become the contractors that invented uh, strip malls. That's, oh, right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, money, money. Yeah. So they got to keep these storylines in, right? They got they got to stick to these. They can't. You can't. Yeah, that's gonna. There's gonna be yeah. some really random. Like uh, someone's gotta go. Someone's gotta field. go bankrupt. <laughs> like Hambino had like tore his ACL. <laughs> Maybe Benny the Jet is like retired and having a tough time dealing with his retirement. retirement. <laughs> so, 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 so he hits up the boys. Taking this in a very dark, yeah, <laughs> post-apocalyptic. Uh, you know, the, the rehashing the movie The Wrestler. Uh, Dude, they, they bring back PF. PF Flyers are purchasable now. 
I have. Yeah, a I've pair. seen them. You have a pair? If I've met Art Lafleur, chances are I went full. I drank the Kool Aid. Did, did you meet him at like a meet and greet deal, or was it? Uh, play, uh, no, I played with his son at, at UCLA. Uh, Joe Lafleur was was an outfielder there, um, and his That's dad cool. stayed as far away from us as possible because we how, always how many Babe Ruth jokes did he get? We just would always just <laughs> heroes get remembered. Legends never die. <laughs> and you'd see Art would start like kind of hiding behind his like the hat. <laughs> The hat got lower and lower on the head. The jacket sleeves came up higher and higher to kind of block his face because as soon as we saw him, man, I had to run a lot because of saying those during games. Was he in anything else? Oh, my gosh. Do you want to play character actors from the 90s? Because, yes, he was. Um, He was angry sergeant in a couple of military movies. Um I, I I'm gonna I'm oh. just gonna say like he he was in the uh, he was in um, shoot well how about this coming up from coming up at at the the B block uh, which starts at seven fifteen we will get around to trying to guess the uh, we'll see if I can guess the cinema career of Art Lafleur um, I have the script for Sandlot with the ending if you want to know all the where everyone ended up uh, how about you put that on our Instagram uh, script. <laughs> Well, how many we have? What three players left to finish off? Who well, okay, yeah, yeah, was shipped off to the military, and then he eventually, after the army, became one of the pioneers in bungee jumping. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Bertram was the one who Bertram got really into the 70s. got really into the seventies and never never saw him again. Uh, Timmy and Tommy, you were right; they were architects, and then they started designing playground equipment, pre uh, tree houses, and then became multimillionaires when they invented mini malls. Squints grew up and uh, married Winnie Peppercorn. They have nine kids. Um, they bought, they bought the drugstore and they still own it to this day. Yes. Ham, Ham Porter became a professional wrestler. The Nunes, you you nailed that one. The Nunes played triple A ball, but he never made it to the majors. He owns his, he owns his own business now and he coaches a little league team. You were dead on with that. Oh, Hercules lived to be, oh, how many was a hundred and something? They don't have the years. The numbers aren't in the script for some reason. I wonder if they're right. going to have Bertram wind up coaching like a, a a major league baseball team that nobody can like like no. he's Bobby Valentine like Wait. no he's wearing a mis- disguise anyway like who no knows? maybe maybe Bertram is going to be the kid's manager because he's coaching a little league team they didn't specify oh we figured it out that's the, that's the way they tie it all in we figured it out the good no, I, group I, I, thing. Like, I like Bertram coming back to to coach the re expansion expos that that's not going to happen is it. That, I would have never said they would have done a sequel or that you and I would be hosting an AM radio show, so I don't know what's going to happen in this world, man. I think Crazier Portland things. needs a team. I didn't know Chase was going to get into SDSU. Good job, Chase. I, no, know. Chase was, he was for sure getting into no, Chase sure. is good. When, gotta, Chase admit, yeah. when I got that uh, uh, notification, like, Chase Admissions <laughs> follows you, I was dying laughing. It's like, pending. I was, I was updating it all weekend. To wait, wait you, you left them on pending? No, oh no, his, the no. name of his. Okay, I thought yeah, you yeah. didn't accept Ch- him as a follow. Ch- oh Ch- no, I followed him back. I followed him. I followed him back. Pending for four whole days, but it's okay because it all worked out in the end. Did you yeah, wait? Did you fill happen out, to those who wait? Did you fill out the form to make sure you got your spot? No, no I'm gonna do that at home with my parents. I'm not gonna mess that up. <laughs> that's I smart. Have to that's my smart. Parents here today, I'm not gonna mess it up. <laughs> that's smart, man. Uh, we're gonna go to commercial break while we do that. Chase, call your parents and make sure you remember to do that when you get home. <laughs> you listen to Southern California Prep Insider Radio here in San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. Yes. Welcome back, Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio. Tommy Morris, Christian Pedersen, Bodie DeSilva, Noah Alexina, and Chase. Congratulations. I'm going to say it every single time. Is that going to be too much for you if I do that six times? No, I'm excited. Okay, congratulations. Future San Diego State Aztec, as soon as he fills out the form properly. So make sure you get that done. 
should get that done. <laughs> I give a quick uh, backtrack shout out. Yeah. Over the weekend, West Hills is officially now the state or the Southern California State Division Two Regional Girls Soccer Champions. But I'm just going to call West Hills State Champs um, I'll to abbreviate all of that. Motion so passes. Yeah, they were a lower seed, I think, right early on, and um, at least in the section playoffs. So that's a good run for them. They were they were a seven seed here in the San Diego Open Division. Uh, won their first game, lost the second one to Cathedral. Ended up making it back in the the consolation games. But yeah, they were a six seed in the state playoffs and uh, managed to fight their way all the way through. Coming up eventually, we'll, we'll, uh, I'm holding off on talking about any of the basketball results and giving some happy trails and some other. Uh, Awards because allegedly Aaron Bergen's going to be here at some point between now and us not being a show anymore. Um, <laughs> which could be several years, um, but you know I digress. Uh, baseball though has has hit the the mainstream as Tommy said at the start of the show. So the 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 vast majority of the rest of this will be baseball. Chasing going to talk a little bit golf at the eight o'clock hour. Noah is going to talk some track at eight thirty. Between then, we'll try and sneak in some lacrosse because I am trying to force feed everybody in this room to become a lacrosse fan. To lax dogs, lax bros, the lax is, bros is what I would like to convert all of you to becoming. Uh, is it a baseball man, a lax bro, a basketball baller, a football guy? Am I on track with these? Real football guy, I love that. That's, that's one of my favorite. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we do it, man. Uh, I was like, big football guy, you know, just love that football. Um, <laughs> Every sport should have their own word for a person that is associated with, you know what I mean? Like, I, Okay, so, so what's, what, what, Noah, you're our track expert. What would we say about track? Runner. <laughs> or like, yeah. track is like athlete. Because that's what they really yeah, are. No, track I, athlete's like good. Athlete is yeah. like the, athlete, the pro, yeah. But, but you have to say it with two like, that's an athlete. distinct syllables. Yeah. He's an athlete. Like, he's not, he's not an athlete. He's an athlete. Yeah. What about in golf, Chase? Well, this one's been coined by all of my friends that he looks like a golf nerd. Yeah. I, I like that. <laughs> Bodie, does the, does the motion so pass on that one, or do we have to re-vote on golf nerd? There might be a better option. we got to think of something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think, too. Like, I don't know. I, I, this is, this, I'll figure one out. But, yes, I would like to eventually be able to convert all of you guys to lax bros as uh, more and more – Golf gentleman. Uh, no, a lax. No, golf I'm, I'm doing a go- oh, golf like gentleman. That. Although, like does that. that exclude the ladies? Because we're not trying and, to do that. And, um, shoot, what's the female oh, oh, oh. version of it? No, there is a, there's like a fancier way to say lady. Or is it just lady? Golf lady. Ladies and gentlemen. Is there, uh, we're going to put that the, on the uh, poll. Is there a fancier word for lady? There is. I feel like there should be. Gentlewomen. They're, they're all queens. So your highness. Your highness. <laughs> a golf your highness. <laughs> No, I think lady. You might be trying to. Uh, I was a joke. It was a joke. Um, but I just. I'm on, I'm, it's funny today, man. I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we, we we're gonna try and hammer all of that home over the next couple of, of hours. Let's talk a little bit of baseball here for the majority of this segment as scores start to come in today. East Lake, one of the higher ranked teams, consensus number one in certain polls. They beat Santana 4-3. Yep. Um, Walk-off victory there. You have more information <laughs> than I do, so d- 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 fill in with who got the walk-off. So, uh, sophomore shortstop Marcelo Mayer 
uh, USC commit, been committed there for right for a couple of years already, and uh, came up seventh inning, two run double, and walks it off, and uh, East Lake stays undefeated, although that does include an early season tie. So I don't know if you can still say undefeated, but oh, haven't lost. Nolan, how did you get in the building? Yeah, no, oh yeah, Nolan walked in. Nolan, Nolan's in. Have we named the volleyball podcast yet? No. Above the net, I think. Yeah, above the net? That's Ooh, I like that. I'm now seeing that I didn't get back to your DM. Also, I for that. That um, just came through. But. No, going back to um, what I was saying, gentlewoman is a word, according to my thesaurus on the okay. internet. So, um, we're talking about Eastlake now and Marcelo Baron. <laughs> I know, I know, I am well. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, no, Eastlake, so Eastlake, that, I mean, that surprised me that that game was that close. Well, that's what I wanted to ask. It yeah. Is they played a a three two against Madison yep. uh, the tail end of last week, and now a four three against and a, Santana. A three three tie against Coronado early on. So, and so, I, I'm not spoiling this, buddy. Were you the one who had them as number one in your? I believe yes, I had them number one this week. Yeah, you did. Yep. So, what do you guys make out of early season baseball games? Because some of this is tougher schedule than maybe a football team scheduling tomato cans early in the year, but. Do you expect a little bit bigger run differential early on from some of the quote-unquote top teams in San Diego? I mean, do you expect? Uh, You could, depending who they're playing. For me, I think a lot of it is trying to work in maybe some non-varsity kids that are non-varsity experience in the past. Uh, Maybe you have a JV pitcher that you want to at least be able to count on when league comes around. Uh, So you try and get him some innings now rather than just relying on your your guys that have been up with varsity for a little bit, but uh, I just I think it's a wide open year to begin with um, in San Diego. So uh, we'll see as the scores go. I don't think there's a really dominant team so far. I, I got a follow up to that, please. So let's say you're in a situation kind of like Santana is, where they're you know the, the decided underdog. They're going to play Eastlake. If you're Eastlake, maybe you throw you don't throw your your top of the line guy. You throw like you're saying maybe a kid who's JV varsity. But if you're Santana, do you go for it and put your starter out there, or do you say, okay, this game's probably lost anyway. We don't want to burn his arm this week right now. What, what do you think the strategy is? The way the playoffs are set up, I would I would throw my top guy uh, with baseball still using the power rankings. Uh, getting a win over an Eastlake team would odds are be worth 50 points when when it comes down to playoffs. So that I mean, would be my strategy at least. They're going to do it for the sole fact that you're out there saying it's a foregone conclusion that Eastlake is going to win. Like, right. there, There's a lot of these teams in San Diego that people like ourselves, like, like whoever you want to say, prejudges of, oh, you're not – like Santana's just arbitrarily not good enough. They had two years ago one of the best teams in baseball here in San Diego with, uh, with Noah Nunez – I, uh, Tristan Salinas, like they had a legitimate powerhouse team. So there's some of this stuff where, yes, Eastlake has sustained success. Sus- I'm not even going to sustain success. Yes. Um, Count point Tommy. Uh, to double points, Tommy. Um, <laughs> some of these programs that the success and the level of excellence has maintained a, a very high caliber for so long that it doesn't compute into other sports like like Oceanside was so so good at football for the entirety of the 80s and 90s they might never ever 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 unless schools start closing down be able to regain half of that notoriety some of these schools in baseball are still able to do it that it warps some of our perspective I think that you kind of go through this right now and I I mean we're, we're talking about Francis Parker 
is a school that's really good at baseball but doesn't get a lot of credit for it because they are always just running into roadblocks like Kingston Lineac last year, stopping them from winning a CIF title, despite the fact that they had a great squad. Like, like Coronado tying with Eastlake. Yep. The, the, when we started the show, Coronado was a D3, sh- and I, I mean this when we started Prep Insider, right. not not tonight's show. Um, they haven't jumped up multiple divisions <laughs> in one night. But they that'd be were, a hell of a night. Uh, oh, that'd be insane. <laughs> They were a they were a somewhat irrelevant D four school that had to start a season eighteen and zero for us to pay attention to them. Like now they've jumped up to be yeah. A I mean D2 they program. they've uh, after they tied Eastlake in the opener they've won six straight since then, including they one hit El Cap today and uh, look like maybe the favorite in D two. So and, and on the flip side, some of this becomes hard for me to say without it becoming too much a shade. But you look at a team like Cathedral last year. They had what nine or ten D one commits on that than, squad. I think like more 13 than yeah, more than D one commits on that squad, and that's not enough to win the open division. So I, I think that to answer your initial question, you will always get the underdogs, quote unquote, throwing their best if it is the right time in that rotation. Because sometimes you don't want to mess with the rotation. But would you would you alter your rotation for that? I, on saying. some of that stuff, yeah. If if it's early in the season, the kid's arm's good to go. Heck yeah. Yeah, I mean the the way the pitching rules work, you got to be careful to make sure. Uh, hopefully you don't have four games in a week because you have your your innings and your pitching limit. But um, if it sets up and and you're able to, I would go for it. Uh, I think the playoff reward down the road is is worth it. I know and that that is one of the crazy things about baseball too. If you have one stud, you're in every game. You might, it might be zero to zero, but at least you're not out of it. So you always got a shot, and that's so it makes it so hard to make these top tens for baseball. Mm. Well, I, and, and I can also throw out there someone like An- Antonio Garcia with Chula Vista, who we talked about last week, throwing that. No hitter against San Marcos, which is yep. insane. He had a has, perfect he, game in playoffs yeah, last and year, and he has now perhaps become somebody who Chula Vista can have in their back pocket to selectively pick and choose wins. Yeah, like, like there's some of that stuff, Tommy, where you can maybe get the opposite of of of. of oh, we got to run our ace out there to win our big games, but instead you get some teams being like. Well, well, we have a uh, you know like a Westview with Michael Mercado a couple years. We have a guaranteed one that maybe we need to reverse engineer this season. So, yeah, it throws a ton of wrinkles into all of this. Um, but it, it is interesting. I think that as the season goes on, we should keep that as an open tab question to all the teams we bring in is their mentality. And we might see a very interesting dividing line of teams above and below a certain perceived rank answer your question in complete opposite ways. Yeah, I mean, the more I think about it, I like Bodie's answer. Where you got you got to throw your ace against the best teams because if you get lucky and you have one kid go across the plate and win, I mean, like like Chula Vista beating San Marcos is huge. That's gonna, yeah, that's oh, gonna it's, dude, that's the biggest win in that school's history. Uh, yeah, I uh, mean, in the last ten years, the way the power rankings lo- work, I think it's worth it regardless because if you uh, when you're playing a Division One team that's really good, with a loss, it's still worth forty four points, and the win's fifty points. So I just I think there's no no kind of um, I mean they they don't care how many you lose by you can lose twelve nothing or one nothing and it still counts the same. So want to get to two more scores real quick, Tommy, right. before you send us to commercial break. Uh, the Steel Canyon Cougars eight to one over La Jolla. Also, Francis Parker six five over Point Loma. Parker moves to seven and zero now on the season. Six and zero, uh, something like that. We're not going to fact check that because by the time someone listens to this on a podcast, it'll be eight and Maybe, maybe. <laughs> We're also going to find out where Aaron is. Are we really? I hope so. Wait. Okay. Oh, can we, do we want to make predictions or no? No. 
They're six gonna, and one, by the way. We're not going to turn this in. We're not going to turn this into another the hunt for Bodie De Silva. You scared <laughs> us, man. Yeah, scared really. us last week. No, they're yeah. They're six and one. They beat Point Loma today. There you go. Point Loma's a good team, though. Highlights from that on our Instagram at SD Prep Inside. Oh, wait. Should we talk about the new the strikeout thing? It's uh, eleven seconds past when we're supposed to go to commercial break. Um, so, uh, apparently we need, we do need to fill right. oh, Okay. Um, <laughs> no, we're good. Um, you're listening to Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio here in Southern California Sports Leader, the Money 1090. Welcome back, Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio. Tommy Morris, Christian Pedersen, Bodie Silva, Noah Alexina, the future asset, Chase Osborne. Uh, it's a 90s rap music theme tonight. Oh, I totally forgot we picked that. I do need my headphones back on. Oh, yeah, you haven't been hearing any of these songs, huh? So, there you go. Ooh, yeah. I don't know the name of the song. I'm a loser. I am a loser. Big time. Where were we, by the way? In talking the 90s? baseball? No, we're talking baseball. We, we were talking some baseball. Oh, uh, baseball in the 90s was, whew, I think that was the best era in baseball. Oh, my goodness. Um, we got to stop before we go farther down this, man, because yeah, 90s was... baseball is, Chase, you don't know anything about the 90s. Get out of here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> two minutes. Um, Chase has watched uh, Padres documentaries from the 90s. Chase, were you, born, you weren't born in the 90s, huh? No. Oh, my goodness, world. Which is why I think the 2010s are the golden age of baseball. No. You, mi- you missed don't it. Don't hold me to that. You missed it. I, 90s were the best. Speed bump? <laughs> Can't tell if I'm going to hit you right now or hug you. Uh, I just feel sorry for you. Um, 98 was a different squad, man. 98 was a fun squad. 84 was it also a very, very different squad. Like, I, don't I, think people give, I don't think people give enough credit to how good of an athlete Dave Winfield was in single-handedly leading the Padres to any sort of relevance. And Alan Wiggins, too. Um, yes, but then we can tie this all into high school baseball because we managed to run into the greatest Kearney Comet of all time in the playoffs and be offed by Alan Trammell. Alan Trammell. He's, they named the field after him now, by the way. Trammell Field. Also, the Giles um, brothers. One away where they went, they went to oh, don't Granite. They went to Granite Hills. Not and I'm both glad of them, right? you, I'm glad you bring that up. Did they both they, go there? They both did. went to Granite Hills, as you so solidly know that fact, because Granite Hills won 3-1 to one today Knew it. over Scripps Ranch, which... Is an interesting thing. I kind of want to play with you guys, um, you know, strength by association, if you will. Um, football being the first sport that we spend our year talking about, it's really hard to be, oh, uh, Granite beat Scripps, Scripps beat Tory. Because you can be like, oh, the, you know, that team has a good run defense. That team has a good pass defense. They just didn't match up right. Like, it's very much a anything can happen at any given point. Basketball, it's a little bit in the in-between of you can still have a, a big Obina on Yewu that nobody has an answer for, that some teams have an answer for, yada, yada, yada. But baseball, you get a pretty decent feel, I think, about who a team is on the offensive side, who a team is on the defensive side. Yes, you can have the pitching come and go, but earlier this season, Scripps Ranch has handed out L's to just about everybody in the top 10, quote-unquote, uh, uh, Tory Pines being the biggest one of those, and they they whooped up on Tory eight yep. one um, on the road. Yeah, eight one on the road. So, I just where where do you guys put stock into seeing something like this where Granite Hills has now beat Scripps? Does that propel Granite into a conversation for you guys being like, yeah, that's an early season sign that Granite is very very good, or are you still, hey, we need five or ten more games before this all these numbers level out? 
I would say we need more information. It's tough. I mean, it's even to the point where Max Preps won't put out their rankings yet because there's not enough information. So that, that always makes it a little more difficult. Uh, I mean, Granite's only lost. I mean, they lost to LCC, a very good team, and Bonita Vista, who is a team that I have kind of just out of my top 10. Um, so, you know, those are those are good losses, if that makes any sense. So I fully expect them to be in the conversation top 10 when the end of the year comes around. But again, we're still kind of figuring things out. Yeah, they're a team. They've won four in a row against all four quality opponents. I just, whenever baseball season comes around, Granite Hills is just one of the teams I expect to be competitive. And there's always guys, and um, they all they always do a good job and are in the the race come playoffs. At Granite, it's kind of like it's kind of like you mentioned Grossmont. We're talking about. There's always a, no. We weren't talking about Grossmont. Who we were talking about before? We can talk about Grossmont. We're talking about Grossmont too. Yeah, because uh, Grossmont's another one of those teams. They always have a guy. Or two guys, or three guys. They always have a good team, and it's they're one of the teams you don't really think about. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh wait, yeah, of course. Sneaky good, not even sneaky good, but just so consistently like the you know eighth or ninth best team in the county that you don't really get excited about them every year. And then you remember later, like, oh yeah, this is one of the best teams in the county. That's Forgot. Sage Creek for me. That's yeah, a, that Sage Creek's baseball team is is, is uh, slow and steady wins the race. Um. Couple more scores from today: the Benita Vista, the Benita Vista Barons. That's not what you call it. Um, okay, quick, qu- quick side note for no- uh, Noah Laxina. You're from the South Bay. Um, do you call it Benita or is it Benita Vista? Benita. All right. I never understood why I get so much trash for calling a school by their actual name, but even my mother says. No, it's Benita. You got to stop calling them Benita Vista. And maybe that's my sign there. If I can't yeah. say Benita Vista right, maybe I do need to stop t- calling them that. Yeah, definitely Benita. One word. Um, I feel like there's like nine schools that are in Spanish translated back to English as like beautiful view or nice view. Okay, name another one. Isn't like what's no Mira Mesa's Mesa view. Hold on, I know there's more than one. Give me, give me a second to like. We'll come back, Tommy. Yeah. Will you ever think of them? Just, just start firing. Yeah. Gonna, no, I'm just thinking about everybody. <laughs> All right, so we're, we're, we for the next nine minutes until we get to commercial break have to play defense against Tommy lobbing translation grenades in on our baseball <laughs> reference. So Tommy is now out of this. Uh, we go over to, to Nolan Huckabo. Nolan, um, what's good? What's going on? Um, Madison baseball is what's going on. You guys have been having a pretty solid start to the season. Uh, Christian Becerra, nine uh, Ks yeah. earlier this week. Um, yeah. Are you willing and able to make a case for why your Warhawks should be top ten? I mean, they got a three to one win over La Jolla Country Day today. Highlights at SD Prep Insider on Instagram and Twitter. But uh, Nolan, Wait, what was you... that again, Christian? What was the name of it? At SD What Prep Insider. SD Prep Insider. Uh, so, but Nolan, give us a, give us the basic case you would make for why Madison needs to be in the top ten. Um, I would say that Madison needs to be in the top ten because not only do we have a stud. Um, pitcher Christian Becerra this year but we've got a really young team and I think that um, they're starting to come together and start you know working as a team which I think you know that's where it comes into play is their uh, their teamwork and how they're running everything so given the fact that you know they're still competing at this high of a level with um, such you know great team or top 10 teams quote-unquote and put those um, in air quotes yep I did I did um I think you know it's it's good for madison baseball at least um so you seem like you positively support your team like, I, you, like you got your teams back i do I, I, I ask you this because uh yesterday on instagram uh we we celebrated adam lovato who <laughs> is going to play at cal state san marcos next yep. year yep. and 
lo and behold, uh, normally this is a segment that we reserve for having Noah or Matt Soprenit read their social media out loud. But I, I, I scroll on your comment, 5'8 in cleats. Yes. <laughs> you come on air here defending your team being top 10, but in the same breath, you are on Instagram blasting your own team captain. Do you care to defend your remarks? Um, <laughs> you know, that's that's my guy. That's Adam. Um, or Alo, I guess is his nickname. But um, no, I, that's just... I was having a good time. Um, we I give him crap because I was at one point probably five four my freshman year. So I in or out of cleats? Uh, out of cleats. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so good point. Um, but <laughs> anyway, so I would like you to also then defend the potential uh, or, or this very public seeming uh, trouble that is brewing in that dugout when Connor Bell, your third baseman, decides to follow up commenting steroids. Um, and Christian Becerra, your starting pitcher, comments meathead. You care to comment on the team's uh, chemistry? Oh, or is there is there real issues uh, brewing behind Adam Lovato? Or or can you uh, put, some, put this all to ease? Um, well, I cannot put that to ease because I can show you this text right here that says, don't tell Christian, but Madison baseball team thinks he's cute. Um, that's all. Is that from Connor Bell? That is from Adam Lovato. Got but, some fans, hey. Anyway, so, no, but... If, if, you they, should follow him on Instagram then, at SD Prep Insider. I, I appreciate, though, <laughs> yeah. Nolan completely trying to sideswipe the issue and, and just be like, hey, here's a random other text yeah, okay. that I might get inserted into evidence. No, um, they are. So, a lot of big things happening for Madison, and like Nolan mentioned, a very young squad, a couple yeah. of freshmen, a couple of sophomores going out on the starting nine very routinely this, uh, this year. A couple more baseball. You got a good translation for us? Uh, no. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I I, just, I love the translation of Mira Mesa's look table. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're going to put it on the poll. Did you know that Mira Mesa translates to look table? I mean, it's not a fair one because Mesa is also like a, a geological thing. It's like a kind of a hill with a flat top, but yeah. I mean, I like that. I like it too, man. Look table high school. <laughs> Sorry, I, I threw this whole thing off. No, that's exactly going. what we planned on. A couple of grenades coming lobbed in. I mentioned Sage Creek earlier as one of my teams that I really enjoy, and they beat the Escondido Charter White Tigers, which is a team that kind of falls into the category earlier that Tommy was talking about of you don't perceive them necessarily as being an ace, having an ace, but Escondido Charter was a CIF finalist last season, so... Big win for Sage Creek, 6-1 over that one. Uh, Fallbrook, 9-3 over Oceanside. Fallbrook used to be real good. Wasn't Mike Leak go there? He, he did. did. Yeah. There's uh, one other pitcher. If you was... go real back, Hall of Famer Duke Snyder. Ah, uh, the Duke. What? Yeah. Count that, probably. Also, is Duke one of the best possible nicknames that, that should still there, be No, back? there are some fantastic old-timey baseball names that are just amazing. Like I, I don't know. Should we talk more? We got a commercial break. Should we, should we bring that conversation up when we come back? Uh, when we come back, Noah Laxina gives out his best three old timey baseball nicknames. <laughs> don't go anywhere. You listen to Southern California Prep Insider Radio here in San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty Ten Ninety. Welcome back, Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio. Tommy Morris, Christian Pedersen, Bodie Da Silva, Noah Lysina, 
Future Aztec, Chase Osborne. We still have no one's here as well. Highlander, uh, right now because this is a high school show. But when we transition yes. into doing our college show, um, we'll let Chase spearhead that. Um, Nolan is here because we're going to talk a little bit of volleyball uh, for our next show. Nolan, can you give everybody just a little tease uh, of what's coming up on uh, Above the Net this week? Ooh, um, we're definitely going to have to talk about the uh, Sweetwater tournament that just happened. Um, a lot of good games there. Um, what else? Seems like a good tease to me. All yeah. right. A um, little bit more baseball, though. Uh, Bodie De Silva is also going to be recording the show today. Um, I did want to say that uh, Look Table won 3-1 to one, uh, <laughs> over Chula Vista today, which means what, Tommy? One more time. Sorry. I was, I was. It'd be amazing if, as I'm setting you up for a look table joke, you could pay attention. Look table. Sorry, sorry. Look table beat Chula yes. Vista, which means. Um. Oh, the table is better than no. Chula Vista is the one with this beautiful view. Uh, the table. Okay, coming back that's, at eight that's... p.m. Tommy and I try to redo that intro uh, for sorry. a second time. Wait. It's okay. Yeah, that goes back to oh, Mira Mesa beat Chula Vista three one today in baseball. So table's better than the view. Uh, is that what you're saying? Is that what it means? Something oh, like no. that, yes. Uh, another Everyone says win. no collectively. Uh, another big win uh, tonight, Coronado 4 nothing over El Cap. Bodie, Chase, Noah, Tommy, yes? It does mean beautiful view. There you go. Told you. Um, Linda Vista also means beautiful I wasn't view. Dis- I wasn't disagreeing with your translation of it, just your timing of the joke. Um, Sorry, I was so entrenched on finding the other one that was beautiful view, and you literally said it right at me. I and just like you could have set <laughs> off a bomb in the back of the studio. And you wouldn't have heard it there. You were you were just in the zone. I'm glad you said it though. Thank you. Um, what are what are a couple of other teams just going around the room that out the gate? Everyone's kind of like, all right, that they're having a good start to the season. I I could be convinced maybe to get on the bandwagon. Am I allowed to reveal my top ten? Or are we trying to keep this a secret until we post it? Tommy, uh, seen as how at this point I haven't started posting anything tonight, I'm not going to get around to posting it tonight. Go ahead, tell it. All right, so my top ten. I've got Country Day at number ten, Parker at number nine, Scripps, who oh, we wait, talked no, about. No, so instead of just oh an individual team, you're just okay. Fair enough. I said, can I give my top ten? Fair enough, fair enough. And you said, okay. I thought you were going to pick and choose, like, I got so-and-so at number seven this week. you got to check out the rest of it. But, okay, right, no. I'll, I'll start it from top right, ten. Nope. Uh, Brandon, give us the give us some sort of production, some gusto, some oomph to go with every one of Tommy Morris's selections. Tommy Morris, with your number ten selection in the San Diego CIF baseball rankings, who do you have? La Jolla Country Day. They only have one loss. It's to Torrey Pines, one of the higher seeds. Parker, we already talked about them, so we'll give him a little break. Strips Ranch already talked about them. Saints number seven. This is a team that could we see we could see climbing up higher. Talked about these guys too. Coronado Islanders, they're back. Have them at number six. Santa Fe Christian number five. RB number four. East Lake, I've got them at three because oh yeah, here it is. Nice. Uh Torrey Pines is at number two because they do have a loss. LCC number one. Bodie, do you, I have yours I have yours with me. Do you, do you need do you need me to tell you what it is, or do you have it on handy as well? Um you can start with it. Okay. Until um, I pull it up. All right, so your number ten team is Coronado. Your Correct. Number, yeah, your number nine team is Scripps Ranch. Here's a team I don't have. And Chase, don't yell at me. I know they won today. They they beat Saints today ten to one. Helix is not on my top I like ten. I Prep Insider Instagram and Twitter. Yes, Helix is not on my top ten because they were like one and five. But that you have them at number eight. So defend yourself. Yeah. So talking about Helix, they're a team that I would say almost in reverse. Instead of a hot start, they've they've gotten off to a bad start. They obviously picked up a huge win today. But there's too much talent on that overall roster to stay down. Um, I think as the year gets going, uh, they'll only get better. They've got uh, four college commits, three of which are, are underclassmen. Um, Eric Smelko, the senior. 
know, as Chase knows, maybe a friend of his going to St. Mary's. Uh, Jordan Thompson's going to LSU. Aaron Polito to San Diego State. And uh, Thomas Canaday, who started today, going to Nevada. Chase, do you have Smelko's phone number? Uh, I have him on Instagram. See if we can get him on the phone uh, in the 8 p.m. hour to talk about his sock choices. Gordon. All right, so the next two teams, I don't have my top 10 either. It is Grossmont at number 7, Poway at 6. We're liking those guys. Yeah, so I think uh, Grossmont's a team. I think they're 3-2, and 4-2 and two so far, but just like uh, like I said with Helix, there's talent. I think they'll they'll rise up. Uh, Poway was a team that lost in the Open Division title last year. Lost a couple guys, but really returned a ton of pitching. Um, so far, they've been inconsistent, but I think they'll get it figured out. Yes, and they lost to the beautiful view, Chula Vista. So. Now that we all know that. Poway? Oh, shoot. They lost to Hill. Shoot, that's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was thinking San Marcos. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> Everyone, uh, rewind that and erase your, your brains from that. Um, and then your top four, RB4, TP3, LCC2, Eastlake1. So those yeah, are kind of so, similar. Uh, last Friday, I was able to see RB at LCC. Great game. Ended with the bases loaded, and LCC escaped with a 5-2 win. So. Uh, those are two teams that I think are pretty even, but as of now, got to go with the winner. But yes, I meant to give out another shout out to Hilltop again. We were talking about probably biggest wins in sport, the sport for that school. That's got to be up there for Hilltop, I would say. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure that with some of these schools, we're insulting their 50, 60 year ago type history and whatnot. There is somebody right now driving in their car that um, was there back in 1943 and beat the whole world at baseball when he was there and he's angry right now and if he is angry he can call in at 858 I, I was thinking more of just uh we had greg allen in here who's a current major oh leader. yeah like, yeah like he probably had a win or two that we just haven't researched um but you know um i also like your 1940s they beat everybody uh chase we'll have you look up uh what, what's hilltop uh 47 48 season was um, get, get to working on that. Figure out what their record was in 1947. Please. Wait, can we rehash the sport and then uh, name a person conversation we had earlier? Because we had a, oh, Chase got a good suggestion through Tommy text. Tommy bails himself out from the the joke crash and burn. Uh, yeah, that is true. We we pitched. You ready for this, Noah? It, well, hold on, Chase, move that one mic over because okay. we got to organize this segment properly so that everyone has their uh, necessary audios. Um, Noah Laxina. We were talking about best sports nicknames have to come. Oh, that. Baseball. Yeah, that's right. So was that, was that not what you were picking? No, I was going to say uh, we had a suggestion to change golf nerd to golf guru. But oh, that, that's all. We also need to talk to so, about Tommy, that. look at you just steaming That was not my idea. That, this, that was not my idea. Somebody text to chase that. Caravan, Somebody text to so, chase that. I, not my idea. Hey, you're taking, it, you're taking it to better heights than ever no, before. Not then. mine. Not mine. So, Noah, we had talked with you about uh, best sports nicknames coming from baseball. You were going to provide us with your three favorites, but then Bodie DeSilva during the break said something to the effect of, why don't we bring these back? So Bodie's going to translate these into who in the modern world of CIF San Diego section baseball deserves a shot at these old-timey monikers. So you Noah want three. Laxita, let's start with your third okay. favorite old-timey baseball nickname. Uh, My third favorite all-time nickname is going to be the wizard uh ozzy smith so noah i appreciate that bodie who is the wizard in san diego high school baseball well without giving it much thought i'll just go with mac bingham that's the guy that can really do it all um without preparing too much on it that it's a guy that was first team all cif football been all cif for baseball and 
um, there isn't really a sport that I would doubt he could play. So yeah, he's got he's he's got some sort of secret magic deal going on. He's got <laughs> he that special. He is actually a wizard. He got the special Gatorade bottle from uh, Space Jam. <laughs> Noah Laxina, your second favorite old timey baseball nickname is uh, my second is the big unit, Randy Johnson. Not quite an old timey one, but definitely one hey, of the better nicknames. Uh, old t- last twenty years, come on, that's kind of old. It's nineties baseball, appreciate, baby. Appreciate you. Uh, that fits perfectly with a Lacosta Canyon pitcher that's name is Spencer Jones, a six seven lefty. You said that so confused, like you didn't know for sure if he was Spencer Jones. He plays some first base as well, but oh, wait, we'll go. Okay, I thought you were confused on the name. No, right. we'll go off the mound and um, just like Randy Johnson, another big lefty. Speaking of greatest moments ever, remember when the Padres were in the playoffs and the Astros traded for Randy Johnson at the deadline and the Padres beat him? That's pretty sweet. I remember. Pretty sweet. I remember. I remember. All right, so Noah Laxina, your favorite old-timey baseball nickname is? Uh, My favorite of all time, and I'm saying this just because, like, I just love, like, the meaning behind it is Mr. October. Because, like, Mr. to me, like, that's when it matters. What matters most is in the clutch. When it's time for you to win a win a baseball game, and I feel like Mr. October is perfect. Like I would want that name more than anything. I and I mean, means you've been in the playoffs a lot. Uh, I also yeah. love that. Just kind of segueing off of that one, that Derek Jeter gets to be the only player in baseball history known as Mr. November. <sighs> Makes me so angry. As much as I That's dislike the, the Yankees, do you know the story behind that one? Let's go re- re- uh, say it for the audience. That's uh, not, that doesn't know. The, uh, during two thousand and one, uh, because of the attacks on nine eleven they had to push the baseball season back. And as the clock struck midnight from October 31st to November 1st, Jeter hit, I want to say, a walk-off home run. Double? No, I'm getting I'm getting the home run. Yeah, so Jeter hit a walk-off home run to send the Yankees to the World Series at, had to have been 12.05 a.m. on November 1st. Wow. Um, so he is the only player that will be forever known as no- Mr. November because I don't think baseball special, will that's ever special, push back into November. For the city, too. So who gets the moniker of Mr. October? Who's the clutchest baseball player in San Diego high school baseball right now, Bodie? That's a tough one. A um, couple of the guys I already used, I might go back for them. But uh, you know what? We'll go back one season with a guy, Grant Holman from Eastlake. That was a guy – Performed big in the Little League World Series and uh, was a was a two time. Well, he was pitcher of the year in San Diego one year and player of the year another year. So that's a guy I think you can always count on. You he, had a, he had a home run too, first at bat. In he did, yes. yeah, yep. first at bats. That's crazy. He you missed really a great opportunity for a Ryan Sanborn plug. Oh. Uh, the, the clutchest player in all of sports uh, concept. Tommy Every Mr. sport. October, November. <laughs> He's a utility athlete. He's not even like, it's not just like baseball. It's like just any sport. Just kind of throw that kid out there and probably figure it out. Chase, how good do you think Ryan Sanborn would be at debate? Ryan Sanborn would be excellent at debate. He'd just kind of stand there and the judge would just accept everything he said. Nolan Huckabone, how good do you think that Ryan Sanborn would be at volleyball? Ooh. Um, I don't know. I, athletes are athletes. Yeah, so. you're wrong. He would be amazing. He would be insane. He'd be I, fantastic. Uh, okay, he would right, be right. Right. Libero on your team. Oh. He's no Libero. He's he's tall enough. Hey, to he could play libero. anything. He's an outside he's hitter. Ryan Sanborn. He's an outside hitter. Yeah, he's an outside hitter because he's Ryan Sanborn. He'd play it's as Ryan simple Sanborn. as that. All right, when we come back, more high school sports talk. You're listening to Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio here in Southern California Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090.